Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 613 now Tuesday morning. Thank you for getting your day started with us here at WWL. Two days left in January. Pleasant highs of 68 today. And yesterday afternoon was nice. It, it didn't have that day where it feel where it was like cold all day. You know, I got nice in the afternoon. Highs of 68 tomorrow, 64 Wednesday, a little minor cool front comes through, 62 on Thursday. Humidity returns on Friday, highs of 68. Then, unfortunately, they're saying Saturday, first big Saturday of the parade weekends, looking pretty wet, 90% chance for strong storms. They were using words like washout, but you never know. The models can change, and then it turns windy on Sunday with highs of 64 right now, 45. So we're off to a little bit of a chilly start. Mark Hamrick joins us now, Bankrate Senior Economic Analyst. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. Good morning to you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for taking the time. Tell me what this new um, this new survey shows about emergency spending. Absolutely. Good to be with you. And we've been surveying on this question about emergency savings really now for a decade at Bankrate. And so we have a track record of doing the survey and able to put it into a bit of historical perspective. And so when we're talking about our major financial objectives, I think for most individuals and households, we break it down between essentially emergency savings, retirement savings, paying down debt, and of course, having some income. But focusing on this emergency savings question, we asked, how would you pay an emergency expense of $1,000 or more? Might be a trip to the emergency room, a car repair. So $1,000. And 44% of Americans told us they would pay that from their savings. So this is consistent with what we found over many years is that the indication is that most Americans live paycheck to paycheck and they do not have sufficient savings. This is, by the way, among the best findings in the sense of a higher number saying they would pay this from savings that we've had in the 10 years doing the survey. We had uh, an identical 44% saying they would pay that from savings two years ago. We went down to 43% last year, and now we're back at 44 So what about the other alternatives? Well, about one in five, 21%, said they would 
put it on a credit card and pay it off over time. Uh, and one third in total said they would borrow in some form, whether it is use that credit card, borrow from friends or family, or take out a personal loan. So it's quite concerning that we don't have more savings uh, among individuals and households than we do in this country. And this is our sort of reason for doing the survey is to point this out as an opportunity to folks to say, hey, you know, don't be that person that has to put this on a credit card because you know, the best offer for uh, well-qualified individuals these days, the average credit card rate is nearly 21%. So that's about as good as you can do. And that gets very costly if you're going to pay it off over time, like these uh, respondents told us they would do. I hope none of those people that said they'd ask uh, friends and family or any of my friends or family because they're out of luck, Mark. You know what I'm saying? They're on their own. This is well, America, yeah. survival of the fittest. Yes, well, the great uh, Ben Franklin said, neither a borrower or a lender be, so there you go. <laughs> Let me ask you about this savings thing, because uh, I think it was you all that, that for a while was saying that the average American couldn't come up with $400 cash. Does this mean they have a, a large savings account? They would take, a th- not that $1,000 is a lot of money these days, but that they would take 1000 out of it that would deplete their savings or that they would just have enough to, if you understand the question I'm trying to get out here, if they have enough to cover that and, and then they'd still have more cash or, or does it speak to, talk to me about that. Well, uh, I mean, essentially, this is the survey that we do on this particular question. And so uh, we don't get to credit balance or rather rather savings balances Mm -hmm. in total. Federal Reserve does some survey work around that. And I don't want to, of course, speak for our friends at the Federal Reserve, not too far from me here in the Washington area. But essentially what we're saying is uh, that uh, the majority of Americans are or is living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, and that only 44% of Americans can afford a $1,000 emergency expense from their savings. We don't have data uh, on exactly what the average savings balance is among those who could do that. Uh, Presumably, there are some, obviously, that have more than $1,000. There's no doubt that that's the case. Uh, There may be some that are right at the cutting edge as well. I'm just curious about savings. Does that indicate... 401k or does that mean uh, like a overnight account at a bank well let's put it this way we define emergency savings and we did not ask this question but we assume that emergency savings and we would advise is essentially liquid and what we mean by that is it's something that you can get at essentially at a moment's notice or you know virtually a moment's notice so for example let's say you're fortunate enough to own a second home Mm -hmm. well uh, that has a value to it. You know, the, the median price in, uh, for a home in this country is about $400,000. Let's say you sell, sell that. Let's say you clear hundred dollars or $250,000. Well, that's going to be a long process. That's not emergency savings, mm-hmm. right? So same for retirement savings. There are tax implications if you're, if you're borrowing against your account if you're a certain age. Um, so, uh, you have to sell the asset because it's invested in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, or the like exchange traded funds. So we really want this emergency savings to be essentially cash. And the way that we do that, uh, or in a CD, something like that, uh, the way we do that and the way we advise is that people dedicate uh, a savings account for emergency savings. And then essentially you put it on autopilot. You have direct deposit coming off of your paycheck. 
And we would advise, you know, you do whatever you think is comfortable and works for your budget to begin. And, yeah, maybe to some people having $1,000 in the bank feels like asking a lot. But I guarantee you over time that that will build. And ultimately, it's it's sort of a consensus among financial advisors that we need to have about three to six months of expenses in this emergency savings account because, hey, we're talking about $1,000, right? Car repairs these days, I mean, they can be very expensive, it's particularly if your insurance mark. isn't covering it. Yeah, well, for sure. Uh, That's yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, rearview mirrors aren't what they used to be. They mm-hmm. have cameras and things. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's another issue, of course. But yeah, and, and we've been we've been surveying on this one thousand dollars for ten years, so you know, thousand dollars doesn't go as far as it used to. I don't have to tell anybody listening uh, this morning about that. Back in the day, a thousand dollars was a little bit of money. Now it's not even that. Mark, let's take a break. I want <laughs> I want to talk about the uh, um, about the the demographics behind this, about who's savings, sure. who 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 is saving, and who isn't, and and what's the thing that that you were alluding to earlier? Pay yourself first, right? Isn't that what everybody's right. dad That's used right. to tell them? Pay yeah. yourself first and save money, but people aren't doing it. Six twenty one, and maybe that's because they can't. I don't know. Mark uh, Hamrick is our guest, Bankrate senior economic analyst, very intelligent man. I enjoy listening to him. He'll be back in a flash. Right now, it's time for traffic on WWL. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 625, Tommy Tucker, WWL, back with Mark Hamrick, bank rate senior economic analyst. When asked how a sudden loss in income or employment would impact their finances, nearly two-thirds said they're worried about they would not be able to cover their immediate living expenses over the next two months. Now, Mark, you were saying earlier, what is the rule, three to six months, I think, that you're supposed to have? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, this indicates the downside of the uh, potential for loss of income, loss of employment. And, you know, that happens to a lot of people over the courses of their lifetimes. And that can be a very detrimental event, obviously, any number of different perspectives. And and some who have enough uh, resources to have emergency savings, they can they can survive that and, and move to fight another day. But uh, others may take money from retirement savings, and then they lose the benefit of, of having that balance compound to the fullest extent over many years. So uh, you mentioned before the break, you're asking about, uh, well, on this question of could you pay an emergency expense of $1,000 or more from savings? Mm-hmm. And the broad takeaway was that only 44% of Americans say they could pay that from savings. And it does break down across generations where the more senior uh, individuals, for example, baby boomers age 60 to 78, well, about six in 10 
told us that they could do that. In other words, they have enough savings to do that. But then you go to Gen Z, which is 18 to 27, essentially the youngest cohort of adults. Um, just about 31% of members of Gen Z had that saving. So uh, the older one is, uh, the greater the tendency is for them to have, um, let's say, more in savings. And the younger one is, you know, they're just starting out in their career is not quite fully established with their personal finances. They are more, as we like to say, financially fragile. And the same is true of those who are making less in income, of course. Yeah, I'm getting ready to talk in the next half hour about the state of Louisiana and whether we have a surplus or a deficit because the outgoing governor and the incoming governor have different views on that. But when it comes to Americans, I don't know how far bank rate goes into this, but are people? my impression is that people are spending everything they have and things they don't have, money they don't have, and loading up the credit cards and dealing with it another day, and it's not things that they necessarily need, but things that they want. And I just have a, a feeling, Mark, that at some rate the other shoe is going to fall on this. Am I wrong? Well, first of all, let's say, uh, as you were talking about people broadly, I think everybody who's in the amazingly intelligent WWL audience is doing the right thing. So they're listening and saying, of course, I need to put my money in emergency. I appreciate your optimism. I do, Mark. I do. I appreciate your optimism. Thank you for that. Yes. Yes. And we just want to tip our hat to all those people who are listening. You have the other people. Then the other other people. people. Uh, Listen, you know, the United States of America is currently the most successful economy on the face of the planet and and is outpacing every other economy, China, Japan, Germany. So we are successful as a country economically, but there are some costs to our capitalism in which we basically have one message, and that is spend, spend, spend. And so, you know, it has worked broadly for the economy, but it doesn't always work for every individual. And we frankly don't have a sufficient level of financial literacy or know-how in this country. And that is where we actually are not doing as well as some other countries. So that's an education problem. Uh, it's a messaging problem to some degree. Think about how often we're urged to spend our money, but we're not very often urged to save it. So that's where we need to sort of police for ourselves, protect ourselves. As you said, the saying is, and I have a bunch of them, pay yourself first, live beneath your means, uh, and prioritize saving over spending. And if we can focus a little bit more on that, yeah, it might be that the retailer down the street or, you know, the fantastic restaurants and bars in the French Quarter might see a marginal difference in how much is being spent. But ultimately, if more people have more money in the bank, they're going to be wealthier in the end. And then that's actually better for everybody. And, and then they'll actually have more money to spend because they're getting a return on savings and investment. Are you concerned, uh, and we only have about 30 seconds here, but are you concerned? Here's my concern. That credit card debt is unsecured, and I'm just wondering who's going to wind up eating that. Well, the banks do. They have to set money aside for that, and right now they say they're well capitalized. Okay. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate your time. Hope you come back, all right? Uh, anytime, Tommy. Pleasure. Thanks so much. Have you a bet. great week. You too, sir. The- Mark Hamrick, Bankrate Senior Economic Analyst. We'll take a break, come back, try to sort out the state's budget situation. Right now it's time for WWL First News. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 